Ethical disclaimer. While Diana and I are psychologists, we aren't your psychologists. Reverse psychology is not a replacement for therapy. If you're interested in speaking with a therapist, please check out some of the links in our episode description. Now, on with the show. with it this week okay this is reverse. no banter nope you've entered the no banter zone <laughs> nbz this is reverse psychology the podcast yeah. i'm dr diana i'm a licensed psychologist board certified you don't sound very analyst. excited about your life right now i don't know i just feel like i repeat it every week so we, 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 if you don't know by else. now say something else i know i'm I am really, really. Am I not supposed to be talking? You can be talking. No, I love it. I just noticed that your voices sound very similar. Wow. It sounds like Diana is psychotic now. I, I actually thought about that before because we do sound alike. <laughs> but you're usually much more. You got to put that ball right in your chin. That, there we yeah. go. You're usually you go. much more enthusiastic, and I'm the variable that has changed in this situation. Hmm. So I'm feeling not so great right now. Oh, so you're gonna feel great after. <laughs> okay, well, who are you? I'm Dr. Mike. I'm very excited to be here. Great. We have a guest. <gasps> Yay! We have another <gasps> friend, psychologist, psychology person guest. Are you that's a judge? Me getting excited. <laughs> Orna! No, no, no. That's me just being excited. Oh, good. I like the I way appreciate it. What's the sound of on one hand microphone? clapping? Because you're slapping on something. Can you hear that? I can, actually. Oh, it makes a little sound of Yeah, it. sometimes it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> sounds a little bit like masturbation <laughs> that's going into my uh, cd of sound effects I, I feel like a man well let me introduce her <laughs> who's she first yes dr amanda <gasps> welcome i'm so excited to be here long time listener first time guest long time like avid every yeah, single one you've been yeah. from the beginning rabid day one yes her mouth is foamy <laughs> i quote things back <laughs> to you guys that you don't remember <laughs> so excited yeah, she listens you. better than we do yeah we love amanda mm -hmm. so we're excited and amanda to have her you. Um, man this is the episode where i'm gonna cry i feel like amanda's dad might listen to this so maybe we have to clean yeah. it up are you gonna tell him i told him i was being interviewed today <laughs> oh god <laughs> and then i was gonna wait and see how it actually got edited in okay okay yeah, yeah. that's good yeah. yeah that's a good i can release two cuts the parent friendly <laughs> and the after dark cut yeah cause are there any hot topics that we shouldn't talk about nope because of your dad no what are okay. your dad's likes and dislikes can we talk about <laughs> maybe yeah let's not talk let's about just gary. talk about my dad the entire time. okay well that's what if his you... name is gary he yeah. lives in the midwest and he's he absolutely awesome awesome what awesome he's living oh, he's gary awesome. indiana he does not oh okay. well, that would be cute it would be cute i d i traveled with amanda's dad to cuba yeah, just so the, you yeah, know just it. the two of you. Yeah. I was super jealous. <laughs> yeah. It's very weird. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what to think about yeah, it. Yeah, well. But you guys yeah. brought me back. What a great time. A mm -hmm. magnet. Yeah. And so. now our next topic, Diana's your new friend mom. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think of my dad? He's yeah. so sweet. Yeah. Uh, when we were walking around Cuba, first of all, he was really excited about old cars. He was so... He was like a kid in a candy shop. Mm. He was so excited. And then... He also, how he's like 79? No, he's, he's going to be 80 in November. Yeah, so he was spry. <laughs> he 
He's 79? No, he'll be 80 soon. <laughs> He's yeah. in his 80th year. So I just want to. Yeah, because when. That. Yeah. Well, he w- he walked so much. Like, we walked miles and miles. And it was so hot. It was really it was hot. So he was such a trooper. Can we get a blanket with the amount of months he's been alive and have him lay on and take a picture? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. He's such a good sport that he would do that. I know. I, oh. I know he would. In comparison, my mom is going to be 80 this year. She's not 79. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, she... I mean, she could not walk maybe even a half a mile. So I was really impressed. Your dad is. Yeah, your dad could beat up Diana's mom. Well, and what scenario would we want that to happen, though? It's not fair. I don't want them to fight. But But if they had to. And he put up with our, like, childish banter, Mm -hmm. our joke making. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're yucking. So my dad is super supportive. He Mm -hmm. loves all of my friends. He always has. He's. um, Who does he love the least? Oh, no one. <laughs> if she's listening, she knows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. But now he's such a good sport. He's he's my rock. He's mm. he's great. Oh. We differ politically. He's your the Rock Johnson. Yeah, good. yeah. He looks like him too. Yeah, yeah. Diana didn't <laughs> mention that. Your dad is Samoan. Yeah. <laughs> he's very much yeah, his face tattooed everywhere. Yeah. yeah, that's where I get my one eyebrow lifting up ability. Is actually uh-huh. from my dad. Oh, cute. So Okay, cool. so that is Amanda's dad. So yeah. thanks for coming on, Amanda. <laughs> um, Email your questions to rev.sitecast at gmail.com. We'll answer them. Re-Gary. Yeah. Re-Gary. Gary. Um, we will redirect it to Gary. So, Dr. Gary, yeah, rev.sitecast. Okay, enough. Okay. <laughs> so Dr. Amanda is on with us today. And the reason, so this episode is about friendship. Oh. And the reason that I wanted Amanda to come on for this episode is because she was my first friend here in Tampa. And And she... De facto, my first friend here. Yeah. 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 I mean, well, she ran... All right. Well, that was a weird reaction. No, no, no. Because I was just thinking, (laughs) who did we go out with friend is a strong term. No, 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 no. She was your first acquaintance. No, because the story is that Amanda came up to me at work and was very sweet and... Mm -hmm kind and was worried that i didn't have any friends here she said we wear pink on thursdays <laughs> she Wait, was what it was a mean girls reference but oh we wear pink what on thursdays i don't know what the line is it's, it's, wednesdays. it's wednesdays oh my yeah God. embarrassing here come all the emails <laughs> get your out. shit together See? dr mike man i feel awful now okay. okay so you came up to me and you were worried i didn't have friends which was true i didn't because i just moved here and then you proposed that we go to a running club. Well, first I asked you if you were a runner. It wasn't out of nowhere. Oh, I didn't remember that piece. Okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have several questions okay. during my in- hallway interview. And if you would have said, like, no, we're not runners, I might have gone a different way. Oh, okay. okay. Would you have gone a different way or just stopped? Like, well, have, this is done. I would have ran away yeah. and never talked to yeah. you again. I, the story You're I heard not? was that you knocked on the bathroom door and said, are you eating lunch in there? <laughs> Aww, and Dana so goes, sad. no. Um, but I heard the tears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. So it was a but hard transition. From my pers- can I say my perspective yeah, please. on it? Because I think that's important too. Yeah. yeah. We're all about relationships. <laughs> yeah. Psychology. I think my perspective is important. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For but sure. I had seen you walk by my office several times. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple times you like peeked in. We kind of did some awkward smiling at each other. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I wondered, um, 
that mu- that must be Diana that I've heard about. And so it happened a couple times. So I'm like, I saw you in the hallway. I'm like, this is the time. Yeah, this yeah, is it. I did it. Yeah. You came right up to me. And you were so friendly, so approachable. And what I noticed about you, one of the first things I noticed, because I've been reflecting on this because I knew it was going to come up. What I noticed first is that you were, I don't want to say a close talker in a negative form. <laughs> because not, no, 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 no. But well, you were comfortable distant stalker you weren't standoffish what i noticed especially the first time that you meet new people at the university they try to be very professional oh yeah i was not no (laughs) (laughs) i think we may have hugged during our first conversation with each other so great but just your your war you just and we've said this before i felt like i've already known you for a long time And so it was something about your demeanor that I can't even put into words, but I just, I knew you were a good person and I was excited to get to know you. Oh, thank you so much. That's so sweet. I was so excited the day that I met you because I had just moved to this new place and was like unsure about it and was like, what's going to happen? Who am I going to know? What's going to, you know, I came from Baltimore. We had like a large number of friends. Well, not a large number, but a good number of friends. A small number of large friends. Yeah. (laughs) We loved, and so it was a hard transition. And then um, I met Amanda, and I was like, everything's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, you can make friends in your 30s. Yeah. 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 And, and then you hurt my feelings. Why? Oh, no. <laughs> this is why you're on <laughs> confrontation. Oh, good. <laughs> it is a confrontation. No, 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 no. You didn't hurt my feelings. It was more of a missed opportunity because I asked if you guys were runners, and obviously were. So I'm like, oh, you should go to this run club. Da, 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 da. Let me know when you go. I'll go with you or whatever. You guys went that night without me. <laughs> yeah. It was like, I called him and I was like, there's this thing we can go to. She Pop. did. She was like, I remember when you came home, you were excited you met Amanda. I know. She was my gateway friend mm-hmm. here. And you're the marijuana been, of Tampa. I've been called that before. <laughs> to much harder friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was a great experience. And I was so happy to have met my first friend here. And I knew immediately I was like, we're going to be friends. Mm-hmm. And I aggressively courted your friendship. Well, it was reciprocated yeah, aggressively. Yeah, yeah, that's so. true. What are some we, techniques you guys courted each other with? <laughs> well, there, we're talking there, was, like, yeah. there was a lot of smiling as we walked by <laughs> each other. <laughs> that's true. This is great. But we will. I think, um, you know, the material that we're going to cover today, we can definitely pull out some examples. The material. I'm sorry. The aggressively right? compiled information. I felt like I didn't get a lot of which is the way you guys roll. I didn't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Sure. So. That's great. With this episode or with our friendship? <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. Um, I like and people I, to be surprised by the friendship. I will say I always get a little nervous. I'm just going to say get a little nervous about introducing Mike to new people. Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> You've got a very colorful personality. Going back to, it's because I was listening to an episode from like two or three months ago and in that episode, we were talking about how sometimes people don't like me. And then the last episode, we were also talking about it. It's a returning theme that people... I'm a big personality. You have a well, big, yeah. You both do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. And But I get nervous like, oh my gosh, what if people... like, What if Mike says something that's offensive? That's and you, my biggest fear. And then you lose your first and only friend. Yeah. <laughs> your gateway friend is <laughs> done. Like, please behave. <laughs> um, I remember that you the first department party you took me to... Oh, well, that... That was great because that, I... That's a, diff- that's a professional I atmosphere. sat down and started talking to like an emergency room nurse. And we ended up talking about stuff he found inside oh, of yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. And that's where I learned that vacuum cleaners now have steel threads in the tubing because it's easier to see on an x-ray oh, because right. people put them up their their, their rectums. Mm-hmm. Oh, you didn't want to say butt. No. 
trying to keep it clean. He's a scientist. <laughs> trying to be clean for Amanda's dad. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But yeah, you're hey, like, big gear. We love Aww. you. But people are drawn to those conversations. What have you found in people's butts? Yeah. Okay. I remember the first time I met Mike too. Mm, yes. Okay. Yeah. What happened? Talking about first impressions. It was Uh-oh. at the run club that I, you finally invited me to, <laughs> yeah. to my own club. We were run still club, feeling you out. And I gave you a hug mm-hmm. and I felt the bump. Yeah. Oh. You met the bump before you met me. Well, and we, me and the bump have been dating yeah, yeah. ever since. Yeah. You were like, so, bump, what are you doing here? I know. How do you know this guy? I know. So, yeah. Oh, that's good. I Now I feel like if you ever get it removed, you're going to be a totally different person. I'm going to be so bland. Yeah, I know. I, w- I will keep it in a jar, though. For Amanda. Yeah. It's where your humor is stored. It is right? one of my humors. <laughs> you have like the fifth humor. Black bile, yellow bile, phlegm. Bump. Like Spit, the, the bump, bump, bump juice, <laughs> whatever is causing that bump smell. Oh God! So one of the things that, and we'll kind of talk about this, so it'll be interesting for me at least. That Amanda and I definitely like bonded over was our similar backgrounds. Mm-hmm. So both of us were school psychologists who had our specialist degree and then worked for a little while and then went back for our PhDs. And so we really bonded over that because we were both kind of like older in the mature mature so mature way to say mm-hmm. we've been around the school psych block a couple yeah, times sure have and so we were kind of coming to this stage in our career a little bit later than most people who go straight through and get their phd so we had you know similar i don't know similar world view i guess mm-hmm. you could say perspective perspective yeah 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 the discipline yeah, yeah. absolutely mm-hmm. it was really nice to meet someone else like that in the environment we were in when i felt like a lot of people had just made a different life choice and gone straight through to get their PhD. Neither one is better, but I don't know if that's true. It's the same prostitute. Sorry, (laughs) same sex worker. Yeah, yeah. I Um, did not know you recorded right in front of a window. This is very distracting. It is. Yeah. There's a lot happening, especially in front of our house. We often stop and we're like, oh, look at the kitty. Yeah. Where I was hoping to see a porch kitty. There might be. You will. They come back. That's the only way I came. (laughs) That's the only way you you came? (laughs) Or the only reason that you came? No, I rode a porch kitty in. Oh, you rode a (laughs) cabin. Oh, that'd be so cute. You know, with a little saddle. Oh. No, I meant that's the only reason I came. But, oh. yeah, just added at my weird word choices. <laughs> no, I'm going to add in more words to that sentence. <laughs> well, I was I was saying there's no better way, even though there is a better way. <laughs> um, but we had, yeah, I think the fact that we both had real life experience was a bonding element for us. Did you want to talk about what well, I do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, got Amanda here. <laughs> yes, I, I want to learn more about Amanda. Okay, so Amanda. Wait, hold on. I'm going to play the theme. We're back. Okay. Oh, I like when um, podcasts say we're going to take a break. <laughs> let's let's take a break, and then they come right back because I think back. it's for like inserting commercials later mm-hmm. or going to Z. Well, but there's no reason to say you just pause it and come back. Yeah. There's no reason to say let's take a break, but some it's usually bad. Doctor Amanda. This episode is brought to you by Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Gary. And porch kitty harnesses, yeah. which we are now are you, trademarking. You keep falling off your porch kitty? <laughs> Get a porch kitty harness. What did you study you? in undergrad? Where did you go to undergrad? Yeah. Sure. Why don't oh, I? Do we want to say that? Story? What type of undergrad was it? Like, Did you go to a big school or small oh, school? Oh, good, good call. Okay. So I okay. went to a very small school. 
was uh, homeschooled for college. For undergrad, I went to a small state school in the Midwest. Okay. And actually, I started with an economic scholarship. I know, Man. Right? No, it's true. And you learned immediately that the best way to make money was psychology. <laughs> and so I started taking all these business classes, which were fine. They were just really boring. And then I decided I wanted to be a CPA because I thought that sounded cool. Started taking all of these accounting classes, and they were also boring. Weird. Um, can you believe that? Yeah. Yeah. This is so interesting yeah, because it's blows my mind. Yeah. Like we just so don't like some people you do, know, but you don't know anything like that like that about me, do you? No, but it's that's why it's fascinating because it's like it takes us so long to figure out who we are. Like <laughs> you're a college freshman, you think you're like yeah. I could never see yeah. you in that field. And I did really great in I'm it. sure you did. Yeah, I was in the honors program. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's also funny because I feel like the people that I know and really respect in the field, like all did not start with the mindset of being a psychologist. Like the people I met, they were like, "Yeah, I got an undergrad psychology, went straight to grad school." I was like, I mean, like you have a very like uh, book way of thinking, but mm-hmm. like, I, like I think almost everyone we brought on, they started out like, yeah. "Oh, I was in the circus for twenty years, and then <laughs> I decided like, oh, psychology feels right." I did. I was <gasps> a professional carny for two years. What? Yep. At the middle of we had a fucking buried the lead. Oh, CPA. No. <laughs> What was your what was your so skill? So for two years, uh, well, one in high school and then a year of college when I would come back and work for the summer and then the long holidays, I worked at the carousel in the middle of our local mall. Mm. And it was a double decker. It was the best workout ever. I sat in a little ticket booth. Best workout ever. It was a double decker because there were stairs. Oh, up I and thought down, you had to like down, up and down. manually spin the carousel. Um, <laughs> well, I did have to construct it and uh, dismantle oh, it every day too. Every day? Yeah. So I had, I had some shoulders. Yeah, you still yeah. do. You have two yeah. shoulders. I do. Two of them. Mm-hmm. You're right. But I worked with a lot of kids there. Okay. Um, but they threw up a lot. There yeah. was a lot Ooh. of vomiting because they also had spinner cups yeah. on there. Yeah. Is that the moment you're like, I'm going to be a school psychologist? <laughs> <laughs> no. You said something about the book earlier. I'm going to bring it back to that. Like, follow yeah. the book. Bring back, so back, after freshman book. year, like a week before I went back, um, sophomore year, I was wandering around Barnes & Noble. Do you guys remember bookstores? Oh, yeah. Borders. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you have Barnes that? And Noble? On my lunch breaks, <laughs> at work because I need to get out of my building I go to a local bookstore they still and I just exist. walk around yeah, yeah. yeah. Barnes and Noble <laughs> still exists which my mom I calls grew- Barnes and Nobles Books a million. My mom used to cannot get Chick Fil A. She always called it Chickafil. <laughs> what That's is good. it about moms? And I don't moms. know. I moms don't be know. mispronouncing them, all right? So I was wandering, and um, do you remember back in the late '90s, early 2000s? They were these uh, Jinko jeans. <laughs> that I was yeah. wearing them yeah. as I was You're wandering hiding books around. in your Jinko jeans. <laughs> and um, I found a Four Dummies book. They were yellow, and they were yeah. all these different yeah, topics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and so I found something that was called Cool careers for dummies i still have it because i was flipping through and where it landed yeah it, I opened it up and it said school psychologist and Ooh. I read about it. I'd never heard about it yeah, before. Yeah, no one has. Yeah. And what intrigued me was because I always thought about going into education. It'd be fun. Summer's mm-hmm. off. It, you don't get paid much. And I wasn't sure I was smart sounds enough. Sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. I know because I can't spell above a roughly a fifth grade level. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like school psychology instead. Um, so I picked up the book and it just happened that my undergrad had a school psychology program, a specialist program. So I went and talked to a couple professors, changed my major, and never oh. looked back. Did you what walk did you in do? with the book open and highlighted? Like, <laughs> I, I want this. Did. I did. did you? Um, I was like, is this really what you do? I, I want to write a book. Highlighted. <laughs> yeah. I was like, do you have this one? <laughs> I want to write a book called uh, Good Self-Esteem for Total Fucking Morons. <laughs> okay, wait. Did you... Um, 
change to just regular psychology like major yeah let's so reframe my- that that sounds negative. only yeah psychology just major. just dumb old psychology no, no, no i just some there are some like Undergrad, especially programs? now there's undergrad programs at bigger universities like i know um a guy in undergrad right now who is getting an undergrad with a specialization in industrial organizational psychology yeah there's like there, i think there's even some school psych undergrad stuff now that's too. crazy oh, there is yeah, yeah, we've yeah. got some students who experience some of that that's crazy yeah um, so no it was just general psych that's all they had to offer oh okay yeah. But then I got um, pulled into more research because then I realized I had to go to grad school. Yeah. Burp, burp. Yeah. But I was excited because it wasn't a full on PhD. Right, like you right. just had to go for a couple of years. Right. You could work in the schools, mm-hmm. be a psychologist. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's the same as me. I was like, I don't want to go to so many years of grad school, even though a specialist degree is three years, which is mm-hmm. actually quite a bit because some people get their master's in one year. And mm-hmm. this is because it's specialist. It's three. But a lot of people don't know about school psychology. Mm-hmm. And and my theory is that it's because when we went to school, K through 12 school, we didn't interact with school psychologists yeah. because they typically worked with that back in the day, they typically worked with kids with disabilities. Severe, severe yeah. issues. So typically people don't have any experience with them. Or they think they assume they make the jump that we are school counselors, yes. which are very different. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I think that is the framework because I remember when I was in college and they like mentioned it, I was like, oh, my, my school counselor is an idiot. I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I, that would be a good episode of school psychology. I mean, we'll have Dr. Amanda back because she knows yeah. a lot. I was actually prepared to go well into school psychology today. Oh, we should do another one because yeah. Yeah. when we try to do two topics, it never really works out. So okay. let's, let's circle back. Well, then yeah. I'm going to put all of my notes over here. Aww. Aww. That's so sweet. Aww. Is that a n- NASP? Yeah, I was okay. going to talk about because you always um, introduce yourself with your credentials. Yeah, yeah. What are your credentials? And I'm actually um, Dr. Amanda, and I have a na- I'm a nationally certified oh, school psychologist. Oh, yeah. All states. All states. Even all PR. Th- PR is a territory. Well, of course. Good. Good. Because yeah. no, some people forget Puerto Rico is part of this country. So Thank is you. Thank you. The territories. So is Guam. Yeah. <laughs> In part of Guantanamo. Okay. So um, you can go into Guantanamo and do school psychology with those prisoners. All right. So I know. So you just se- have to blow past our it. Sometimes. Flawless I, we don't have to acknowledge everything that he says. I, you've said that before. That's why I'm just. <laughs> yeah. that, is just the, that is the key to tolerating me. Just let him. <laughs> I'm just she wanted breathing. to acknowledge it so badly. Because yeah. she's I sweet. Because she's such a nice person. So well, I. So I, I just, just look at my mouth, breathe into the yeah. microphone. I'm just so used to blowing past things that now I just. I felt that on. way when Logan was here, where like you would softly be like, "Just keep moving on." But Logan, like, because he's very, yeah, he's, very, he's very, very friendly, and we're good friends. So everything he would be like, "Wait, let me just make yeah, sure." No, no, no. What are you talking no, about? No, it's not a three-hour podcast. No, it's not one of those. It's a tight forty-five. Um. So okay. So you were practicing as a school psych mm-hmm. in the schools. Mm-hmm. What made you want to go back for your doctorate? The simplest way to put it is I was trained in a very, what we would consider progressive program mm-hmm. in, in a time where we were really focusing from a special education world and a general education world of rights without labels, services for all kids, regardless of how they're identified and really focusing on prevention. So as soon as a student started just demonstrating academic behavior, mental health issues, you start providing services immediately. You don't wait for them to get severe enough to where you get into a formal special educational oh, evaluation. I know. That's right? kind of like what I do in mental health. <laughs> yeah, it's primary care. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah, population exactly. based. Yeah. 
so then I was in a relationship at the time. So after two years right. of coursework, huh? right. after two years of coursework, the final year of a specialist degree, as you know, is an internship, a full year internship in a school system. So I moved from a very progressive state doing really cool things to a very probably one of the most traditional states ever that we're still doing a very reactive approach to service delivery. So the role of the school psychologist there was test in place. And as an intern, I was the only one that knew about mm. what was called RTI, response intervention at the time. And my supervisor and a couple other people listened to me. We wrote a grant and we were the first district in that state to pilot response oh, intervention. That's awesome. Cool. Yeah, that's great. So after a couple of years of that and making some movement in changing the system, I decided I wanted to go back to school. So then I ended up coming back to the university where I met Diana and got a PhD, but specialized in organizational consultation and systems change. Mm. So instead of looking student by student or small groups of students, we look more systemically at the system in which, you know, all students, all teachers, everyone functions and you help district level educators restructure their service delivery models to help all kids. So it's not so much a wait to fail or a wait for kids to get really, really bad. You look at data, you look at numbers, you apply a problem solving approach, which is just the scientific method, and hopefully help them develop the skills to do that on their own. That's my area of specialization. So after I graduated, they ended up offering me a job at said university. In fact, I wrote my own job description. So I literally do exactly what I want to do. Nice. That's so Did awesome. you include your own like traits into the job description too? Like must have brunette hair, <laughs> must have gone here before for grad school, um, must have a reference named Gary. the only one that can fill it. Yeah, it's very Gary, specific. Gary's really the one that got me the job. Probably. Let's put it out. Yeah. Gary got I me mean, this Gary, job. Yeah. Gary's Gary called Diana and was like, you should everyone. do a podcast with your husband. So it's funny because hearing you talk makes me think about you teaching. Like I've seen you teach a number of times I feel like and mm -hmm. present mm -hmm. and I always am like oh she's the epitome of professional <laughs> I'm serious how would you describe yourself as a teacher Amanda yes. well okay sorry I don't want to answer for her well I want to hear Amanda and then I want to hear Diana okay. then I want to hear a whole lot of myself okay, okay. well First of all, I'll tell you my experience, my internal experience, because I do, I do a lot of training. So my focus on the work that I do is building the capacity of the adults to better support students, right? So I do a lot of trainings with teachers, principals, school psychologists, a number of different people. And I feel like I'm an absolute basket case when I'm nice. up there. I flail around. I always lose my clicker because I'm walking everywhere and I get super excited. Most of the time I get up Something happens for a few hours. I sit back down <laughs> nice. and I'm like, what happened? I totally black out. And I don't Whose know. Whose vomit is this? <laughs> what? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I don't know what happened until I get the evaluations back. And I'm like, oh, I guess I did something. Oh, I right? guess I learned something. Yeah. I, I have Why no are idea. all these in my handwriting? But I will say just last two Two weeks ago was the third time, and this only happens up in the panhandle of Florida, the third time somebody has come up and asked if I was in pageants because of how poised <gasps> oh. and graceful and articulate I am. You do have I've killer posture. I've never gotten that one before. That's I, so funny. I get that sometimes. But you wouldn't think that about me. I might. No. I would think so. I no. Might. It's because you do the presentation in your bikini with a sash. <laughs> yeah. 
the sash on. And the high heel. Yeah. So it's You keep a- <laughs> leaving, changing clothes, coming back. But I want your listeners to understand that is totally antithetical to anything I see myself The fact that you as. use that word shows that <laughs> you you're poise. a girl. You yeah, you have a lot of poise. But it is. And it's because other people have heard it and they're like, see, see, like the same people hear it again, colleagues. Yeah. And but even you can tell that they're even like, yeah, of course. But then you get kind of like the side eye where they're like, where on earth are they getting this from Amanda? <laughs> well, okay. I'll just say, I'm just going to say it. You Amanda say it. is Spit it. beautiful. Nope. <laughs> oh, how dare no, you? No. We're, part of this podcast is accepting compliments. Yeah. Amanda is beautiful with long flowy hair. <laughs> And like the most photogenic person. And so, and like you do, I know you don't feel this way about yourself, but you have a lot of poise and you're very professional when you present. So that's why I see that people could make that leap. So I, I just feel like you always look very put together. I know you're looking at me like you're going to make, first of all, you're going to make me cry Okay, because that's so sweet. And we Mm. usually don't. We don't give each other Usually compliments. you, you <laughs> neg each other. We Usually each other we put com- each other down. We give each other comp- supportive compliments yeah. all the time, yeah. but not like this. Yeah. So mm, I not, appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you guys want to start crying, start crying. I know. I a dog in my lap. You'll get there. Yeah. Okay. One of the reasons I wanted Amanda to talk about herself a little bit is because... Sorry, I had a big oh, I thought you were starting to I cry. I thought you were going to no, cry. Sorry. No, and no, then no, you I just let cry. out the grossest burp. No, it was like... I had a lot of saliva in my mouth for some reason. All of a sudden, so I had to do a big swallow and mm. I felt like it was going to be loud. Because Amanda is a doctor of philosophy, yeah. like Mike and I are, but with a very, and with a similar background in a lot of ways, but on a very different career path, mm-hmm. which I think is super cool because it's not like there's just one thing you can do with a PhD in school psychology even because like I do something very different than mm-hmm. Amanda does and mm-hmm. it's all about like what interests you what research you like yeah. and so I very much appreciate what Amanda does and um, it's very different very different than what I do although there is some overlap and I mean I really like talking about professional learning as well but mm-hmm. in a much maybe smaller capacity anyways that is the crux of our friendship the is crutch. having these things in common and really enjoying each other and just liking each other's company a lot. Mm-hmm. So that kind of is a good segue into our topic. Friendship. I forgot. I wanted to say. Yes, please. Oh. No, no, no. Say everything you want to say. That's Get it out. Over. Get it out. I don't yeah. even think we can do it now. What? So I wanted to start. Yeah, say it. Whatever. I had I had two requests for I can doing delete this, all this and I forgot to tell you before oh, we start. Okay. So I hope you'll say yes. Okay. Because we've already started. Okay. Man. The first is at the end of the podcast, can we all sing thank you for being a friend, all yeah. the golden girls and hug with the pups? Sure. Of course okay. We can. Yeah. And the second one Done. We're going I, to anyways. I want a copy of the picture of Mike from high school in his football jersey <laughs> yeah. when he called himself Husky. Of course. It's I contact. didn't call myself Husky, the world called me Husky. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's okay. That's okay. I tried to be gentle about it and said yeah. you did. Well, we can do that. Interesting. Okay. That interesting. Yeah. So, okay. Let's. <laughs> yes. Yes. Where were you going to go with that? Well, and I was going to talk about. Well, we're going to talk about friendship, and I'm not going to talk about this that much. But I did come across an article that that talked about middle school and high school friendships as predictive of self-esteem later on mm. down the road, and I just thought a lot about you and Mike and your experience with the world being 
you know, you've told me a lot of things. Like yeah. you went bald early and yeah. you were heavier. I leaned into and... that though. I just like. I know, I know, I know. Bruce Willis really, really set well. the, he set the tone for this. Yeah, thank For like you. bald white guys. Thank you, Bruce Willis. Yeah. The other reason um, that I wanted to talk to Amanda. Okay, so I was reading this book and I don't even remember what it was called. But in the book, they talk about friendships. And she said, some people are just really good at friendships. And it didn't occur to me until pretty recently that that was a skill. And yeah. I like I know, but I don't know. It it. Just, and I have I five know. ways to enhance that skill. Okay, great, go for it. Well, no, it's it's just interesting because I've frequently said I'm not really good at many things, but I've got a splinter skill. I'm really good at making friends uh-huh. and the right type of friends that that are just wonderful people. So it's actually them, but. I also know that there's people out there that don't value the friendships as much. And then also the type of people that you surround yourself with and the quality of those people. You're someone who travels to visit friends a lot. You have a lot of friends still from childhood that you still connect with. And um, and you just maintain a solid group of friends. And I, I just feel like you're really good at having friends thank you yeah but it takes effort that was I'm a really good job to accept does. that compliment yeah. yeah i'm trying yeah but but it's also what you value and what you put your time into mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to continue to cultivate those friendships over time like i just got back from a trip with two friends here but while i was out there i was able to visit one of my best friends from high school and my longest dearest friend from when we were nine we met in the lunchtime and her and her family came down an extra day just to see me Aww. right so it's but i go up and see them a lot so it is you you put in the time you put in you know you get out what you put in yeah totally totally so when I learned this fact about how some people are good at friendships it just made me think of you friendship is something like a theme in my life that's been like I feel like I was a late bloomer in a lot of ways and friendships was one of them but I want to start this conversation with a really cute concept poem oh (laughs) poem a really cute concept about friendships. Okay. Are you guys ready? Yep. Animals have friends. Animals have long-term friendships with other animals. So there's this guy, Seyfarth. Is that two words or one? S-E-Y-F-A-R-T-H. Is that his last name? Yeah. Okay. Why would I refer to a researcher by their first well, you, name? Well, you pause in the middle. So his name was like Seyfarth. No, like, oh, no, no. A... Seyfarth is his last name. Oh, he studies... Well... Yeah, he studies animal friendships, but he basically presented, he wrote an article where he presented like 30 years of research on animal friendships and talked about how specific animals, including horses, elephants, hyenas, dolphins, monkeys, and chimpanzees form individual friendships that last for years. The hyenas and the Lion Kings. What did you just say? The hyenas and Lion Kings. That's one of my vocal warm-ups. The hyenas and Lion King. (laughs) They seem to know each other for a long time. They were old friends. In The Lion King? Mm-hmm. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, that was a lot of work for no reaction. Okay. So one of the biggest studies, though, on animal friendships is of baboons. And they have conducted 30 years of research on baboons in two parts of Africa. Like, oh, and I think about that. And um, what's her name? Jane Goodall. Mm, Goodall. That documentary was great. Yeah. I think like, why did I get into this area of research? I'd love to go study To animals. live in Africa for 30 years. To study animals. To study two baboons that hang out with each other. But let me tell you a little bit about animal friendship. Let's hear about it. So similar to humans, okay. you can have female friends, male friends, or both. Cross-gender Females, friends? Yeah, 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 yeah. Cross-gender friends. Do baboons have tension <laughs> sexually? 
Do they talk about that? Well, they don't really talk about sexual relationships within this because most of them are non-sexual friendships that they study. Well, I'm, I'm saying that, but like, do baboons have <laughs> cross-gender friendships that never become sexual? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Baboons get, they get friend-zoned. <laughs> <laughs> they get cock-blocked and everything. Oh my God. Yeah. They are so much like they us. They are just like us. Just like celebrities are like us. Mm-hmm. Okay, some friendships depend on kinship. So like related wise, so right? So like your cousin or your sibling or whatever. But most are formed between unre- unrelated individuals. And friendships in, in animals um, involve cooperative interactions that are separated in time. And they depend at least in part on the memory and emotions associated with past interactions. Mm-hmm. Friendships in animals are adaptive and male allies have superior competitive ability and improved reproductive success when they have more male friends. And females with the strongest, most enduring friendship experience less stress, higher infant survival, and live longer. That's that's good for the infants. Yeah. So isn't this a good segue into... Yeah. We segued into segueing into the... And now we're talking about friendship. Mm-hmm. friendship is rare do you know what i'm saying don't you friendship is rare also we did get a review should we just save it for next week i well i only want to say it now because she said that i love it when you sing randomly oh me from deb is it my sister no no oh, okay wait when you or you both s- of us oh. we this is a mostly musical podcast well then the golden curls theme yeah. song is gonna be a hit oh, i'm gonna oh, start warming so up my folks <laughs> folks so Amanda, mm-hmm. question for you, since you've been really good at friendships and have kept friends for a long time. Teach us how uh, to be less antisocial. <laughs> what do you think, uh, how do you think over time your friendships have changed in terms of like when you met people and mm-hmm. what what skills you used? <laughs> so... In the sandbox when Mm -hmm. I was five, Mm -hmm. I would think it would be proximity with Mm -hmm. a lot of parallel play, right? Mm -hmm. So I remember my first friend was my neighbor, Eric. Um, You know, we had a lot in common. Eric? Hey, Eric. Hey, Eric. Hi, Eric. Shut up. <laughs> um, my dog attacked him later. It was a horrible, oh. horrible. Yeah. So, Eric, if you're listening. How was he dressed? That. The dog? <laughs> no, Eric. <laughs> in shorts and a t-shirt oh, he's like wearing like a classic meat, kid a meat shirt no, no um but then i do because i've been thinking a lot about this in preparation especially over the last week where i got to see some of my longest and dearest friends and then traveling with the, some newer friends um i really think it was about second or third grade when i really started knowing my peer group like my friend group like who's in and who's out not not to say i was a mean girl but you know you started really discriminating yeah like i like you we've got things in common we share secrets we go to each other's houses versus the kids in class that you just weren't as close with and then um about fourth and fifth grade, the mean girl stuff started, which is really uh, relational aggression. But that I think also bonded some other friends of mine that I still have because we had that shared experience, which was really difficult. I do think, you know, there are some people I reflect back, maybe even in college from high school friends. I remember thinking if I met this person today, I would not be friends with them. We're just totally different people where we needed, maybe needed each other's support or were more similar in junior high and high school. I think college, then you become, you start becoming your own person, right? You start developing Mm -hmm. your core values or at least adhering to them more. Um, You start, 
I think setting a foundation for who you want to be and who you don't want to be. And so those friends that I had already had that kind of was in line with that stuck. The -hmm. others didn't. I also think in college, going back to like just proximity, Mm -hmm. Leon Festinger would also say that it's a big proximity thing, how close Mm -hmm. you are. Mm -hmm. I think... If I, when I look back to, to my own, like the friends I've had over the years, I think mm-hmm. a lot of them did come from college. I think in college mm-hmm. also like that was the first time of a lot of freedom where like you're choosing mm-hmm. your classes, you're walking to your class, you're doing these mm-hmm. things where in high school, it's like, who are you sitting next to alphabetically? Yeah, exactly. The, the people that are on either side of you, it's like you're either going to have friends or you're not going to have friends. And well, you have a lot more flexibility nights and weekends where you're not mm-hmm. at home with your family. You can choose to be yeah. again with other people. No longer is your mom your best friend. Or your roommate. Or your roommate, yeah. We have a sometimes really quick aside. We had a I was talking to a guy who He's he's quirky. He he there's a very quirky guy and I loved how he phrased this because he had just Oh, it was it was around Christmas time and I asked him what he was doing for Christmas and he's like, Oh, my my parents came over, blah blah blah. I was like, Oh, are you really close with your parents? And he was like, Yeah, they were my roommates for the first twenty nine years of my life. <laughs> I just like love the idea that like, he conceptualized his parents as his roommates the entire time. <laughs> It's like when he was one, his parents' friends would be like, do you want to come out to this party? They're like, no, I can't. My roommate's crying. I got to take care of him. Or like how awkward it was when his roommate started hooking up. I know. It's like, yeah, we we were really cool until like they started doing it. And I was a third wheel. Um, Yeah. So actually speaking of proximity. So there's a researcher, Zimmerman, not the same Zimmerman. Mm. So he talks about how proximity proximity is important to adult friendships but even as an adult your proximity matters so like even if you work for the same company you'll be closer friends with people in your department or your area than people in other parts of that company which makes a lot of sense and then he there's a study about um college students in the dorms and you're you're more likely to be closer to people who live on your floor Mm -hmm. than other floors Mm -hmm. in prisons too actually like a lot of the the research in dorms mirrors a lot of the research in prisons, which is really <laughs> funny. But they've also found the same thing where when you change the the layout of prisons and reduce prox, if you increase proximity and reduce like how far apart people are, you actually can reduce fights and riots and stuff yeah, because cool. like when it's like a hallway style. We got in so many f- inner floor fights in my dorm. Did you? No. Do you have riots? <laughs> but yeah, if you have like a long like hallway style. The jets and the, what are they so called? Sharks. <laughs> The Jets and the, the social. Shark- <laughs> oh, wait. That's the outsiders. <laughs> um, I, do you guys oh, remember I that, that crossover? crossover. West Side oh, Story and the make outsiders. That cr- yeah. Oh, fanfic. Yeah. I'm going to hold this episode till we write that and publish it. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, so like when you have like a long hallway style, you're more likely to have. It's easier to like not know the people at the end of the hall and hate them and fight them. Whereas if it's like a big like dorm conglomerate style, it actually reduces things. Which is cool. Yeah, it is cool. It's cool. That's a big deal. It's cool. Science. All right, it's about that time, and it looks like Dr. Amanda, you're going to be our very first returning guest. Yeah, I'm so excited because we can't stop talking to you because we love Yay. you. Oh, it's such an honor. Yay. It's such an honor and a privilege. Okay, so until you come back in a week, <laughs> I love, love you. I love you. Bye. 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 Okay. Yeah. yeah. On is the volume as loud as it'll go? Oh. Can I, let's just test it first. Yeah. <laughs> this is a commercial. <laughs> Thank you for being, being a friend. Friendship. Friend.
isn't hard. It would be that's how loud. That's perfect. I can hear it. Okay. Do you guys know the words? Yeah. 